Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Ascend with Alexis podcast, where we are helping you to transform lack to abundance. And this is our third episode, and I am so grateful to have you here. Now, today we have a special guest that goes by the name of Tyler. Mm -hmm. Um, I met Tyler through a mutual friend and we instantly hit it off and got into a lot of the spiritual conversations regarding intuition, food, manifestation. And so I just had to have her on the show to come and talk about herself. So Tyler helps people heal through living foods and she talks a lot about spirituality just as I do so you all will greatly benefit from this episode. This episode will feature topics on intuition, um spirituality, okay? Um so hi Tyler, how are you? Hi. Peace, <laughs> Alexis. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. So like I said, I'm grateful that you are on this show to spread your knowledge because you have a lot to spread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> no problem. So um I do want to start off by asking you, you know, how has your spiritual journey been you know like when did it start um you know when did you actually start taking it seriously just just anything that you can give us yeah so um again grateful you know to be here um well my spiritual journey actually started in 2018 um kind of around the same time that foods became very intentional for me well i tried to make them very intentional mm -hmm. um at that time. So food was really the start of my spirituality for me and also a breakup. <laughs> so, you know, it's so typical that um, a lot of us, you know, we have that awakening moment and mine just happened to be the downfall of a re romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. And so from there, there was a lot of self-development that I had to do. And um, it led me to so many different things, um, you know, just about intuition, manifesting, crystals, you know, everything from magic, you know, rituals and things like that, money rituals. Um, and just to basically what it is now, which is um, it has grown into such a knowing that of just not even knowing where a lot of it comes from, really, but just a knowing. And then now it's kind of like, you know, I'm putting the books and other practices and things like that behind it versus, you know, it just being something that just intuitively comes to me. I love it. So um, my start to my spiritual journey, and I talked about this on other episodes, it was me just trying, first of all, I was bored because I quit my job and I'm just <laughs> like, okay, what do I do now? And I can't sit still. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm buying a whole bunch of like self-help books and eventually it led me to this journey so fun fact i was not on this journey last year it happened this year oh and, wow <laughs> and it's like i accelerated like yes having in like reading books every different books every day and so this is why i'm here now and mm -hmm. i wanted to keep people 
um, updated along my journey. Right. So you mentioned intuition. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm kind of new to intuition, not in the sense that I haven't experienced it. Mm -hmm. I definitely have experienced intuition. Like I know for a fact I've experienced intuition just as everyone does. Right. The problem is we don't really pay attention to it because we're not taught to. Right. So a lot of my decisions have been based off the mind and Mm. I didn't know that you weren't supposed to make decisions based off the mind. Yeah. So let's get into how you use intuition and how has it helped you in life? So <laughs> um, I think the first thing, like when we talk about intuition, it's really just about knowing yourself really and knowing that inner voice. So it took a lot of deconditioning to kind of understand like, okay, is it ego or is it higher self, right? Or is it your intuition? So that's kind of where, you know, if anyone is trying to listen to their intuition, where they should start, just differentiating between the ego and their higher selves. Um, I know for me, it was a lot about just following what felt right, right? So if it didn't feel right to me, it was kind of like, eh, right? So a lot of us get that gut feeling or that intuition, Or, you know, maybe it's our heart racing when it comes to something. It could be literally anything because it speaks to us in different ways. But um, I think that that was the main thing for me, just kind of listening to how my emotions respond to something and just being like, you know what, that doesn't sound right or that doesn't feel right. And instead of ignoring it and going based on what I want to do, Mm -hmm. it's actually just listening to that inner voice. That's really what, you know, intuition is. Um, just quieting the mind and listening to the inner voice and making decisions from that space instead of from an ego space, if if that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense because, you know, with that ego space, it it, it really isn't real in the sense that mm-hmm. it's so prone to conditioning. Like you said, um, you know, as myself, I'm a logical thinker mm-hmm. and... Like I said, I thought I was supposed to make decisions off of my mind and the ego. And just because, you know, the mind has the ability to conceptualize information, it does not, that doesn't mean it has the ability to actually make decisions. Right. And, you know, when I saw that we weren't supposed to make decisions based off of our mind, I was like, oh my God, like that makes so <laughs> much sense because mm-hmm. your mind will send you in circles. Like, listen. Forever. Okay. is like your intuition is like this is it this is what I want and this right. is what I don't want it's either like a yes or no it's not nothing in between right and so I I felt so much ease in my decision making mm-hmm. I think the hard part though is like you said our ego still can get in the way absolutely um because we're just so used to at least me like I'm so used to thinking a certain way and I'm like, this logically makes sense, but my intuition is saying something else that I can't even fathom. Like, I don't even know how is this going to work. Right. But lately, I've been following my intuition more and it doesn't make logical sense, but right. I'm definitely more happy, fulfilled mm-hmm. and aligned. So I want you to specifically talk about, you know, ways that your, tu- your intuition 
has led you to a place of alignment and mm-hmm. I mean, it can be specific instances or general just just no just give us something <laughs> right so let's see so many different um so many different things but i think i do want to say this before i do answer that question um when it comes to intuition it's really about letting go of the how and the needing to know when and why right so that's another thing so like some like you said it's a little hard for you to trust that intuition because the mind is like okay well how do i get this done and how like what is this supposed to look like and we're not supposed to know we're supposed to just make the decision and trust that it's going to come into alignment so um i can share a big one right um i've always wanted to move outside of the country and so for my birthday i went to visit costa rica and when I was there, it just felt like home. It just felt like this is where I needed to be. I just kept getting this yearning, this calling, like, you should be here. You should be here, right? But the mind's like, oh, but I don't have the money. Where's the money going to come from? Where am I going to live? And, you know, but it's like, no, hey, I'm telling you, intuition is saying, no, this is where you need to be. So I came back home and instead of you know, saying, you know what, look, it doesn't, I don't really, well, I had money because I did have a business at the time, but it's like, okay, um, instead of worrying about, okay, if you're going to have enough money to sustain a lifestyle while you're out there, instead of worrying about all of the mundane things, worry about how you're going to feel, right? Worry about just knowing that since you have this calling, it's going to work out. And if it doesn't, you were supposed to be there regardless, right? So that was a big one for me, just listening to that calling and moving outside of the country by myself, not knowing anyone Mm -hmm. and just having faith that it will work out. Um, I went there and I was able to live there for a couple of months and had the time of my life. Did I end up back in the States? Yes. But is that permanent? No. And was there a reason for that? Yes. Because I'm back now and I've learned so much and I'm able to implement a lot of the lifestyle changes that I've had there now. So it's like it helped me grow. Right. So um, and it's always a place that I could go back to. So that's one of the major ways, you know, that I've listened to my intuition and just allowed it to guide me and and not worry about you know what's coming next and just Mm -hmm. kind of just going with the flow of my life and knowing that it's going to work out even if I don't logically know because I'm not Mm -hmm. planning every detail definitely I love that so I was Mm -hmm. looking into Costa Rica myself (laughs) I don't know what happened I'm like okay I don't know if that was just a phase, but I was definitely like, oh, Costa Rica just looks so peaceful. I want to go. Very much but so. <laughs> I'm glad like, that worked out for you. That's so interesting because a lot of people, they're scared to just get up and go do something like that. So that's very right. interesting and brave of you to listen to your intuition. So I do want to ask you, you know, how can we actually practice listening to our intuition um what have you done specifically so for me I worked on just me as a person first I think that 
that's very important because if you don't know yourself and know, you know, what brings you happiness and what type of environment you most thrive in and the type of, you know, relationships that you should be in with people and all those things, if you don't really know that, then it's going to be hard to listen to something that isn't of logic, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're consistently trying to control every single detail or trying to basically not just not knowing you know who who you are and what that looks like for you Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's the first thing that people should do just kind of get to know themselves um hang out by themselves right because how can you hear your intuition if you're always around other people right you're always at a party you know you're drinking you're smoking it's hard to listen to the uh, inner voice when, you know, you're not in the right environment physically or internally and externally. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely the number one thing that you all want to do is just um, get to know yourselves. And then from there, you just run tests, right? You run tests. Like I think the other day, I, I, I still run tests, right? I had messaged <laughs> you and was like, I want to see the moon. And I trusted my intuition to find a good spot for me. So I didn't think of anything, right? I didn't think of, oh, you know what? This spot might be good. I just drove. That's it. I just drove. And I said, if if I hear left, I'm going left. I heard left. I missed it. <laughs> but I made another left and I still ended up in a really, really good spot in order to see it. So I didn't have a direction. I just literally just drove and allowed it to find me and align with me. So that's another way um, that people can kind of get to know their intuition and then meditate, right? Because meditate helps put ego aside. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, I have to consistently say ego, sit, calm down, you know, <laughs> relax. Like you need to sit down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to constantly do that in order for me to be able to, you know, listen to that, uh, that voice and to kind of understand. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so those are, you know, some, some beginner tips that people can, um, kind of do. Um, but the first, the very important one is to get to know yourself for sure. Definitely. I love that. So I think like me meditating and me just being able to sit still really enhanced my intuition. Mm-hmm. It's always been there, but I just had, it was a lot of noise. Like you said, it's just right. a lot of distractions going on. Mm-hmm. I, I'm curious, like what does your intuition feel or sound like? Do you actually like hear your own voice? Is it like a gut <laughs> feeling? Like uh-huh. what, what does it feel or sound like? I know it's different for, for everybody. So I'm curious. Right. So for me, it's a little bit of everything. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a, it's definitely hearing. Um, sometimes I will, so I know it's my intuition when things come to me repeatedly. Mm-hmm. So like if it's, if I, um, if I'm, you know, want a question. Okay, so example, the other day I was at a camp and she was like, test your intuition. Try to figure out what's in this envelope, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm rubbing the envelope. I'm, I'm trying to listen to my intuition. What is it going to tell me? Ego, of course, is in a way have to sit it aside. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I, I just hear in my own voice, though, I hear resonate, 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 right? So it's something that's repeating versus it just being one thing and then a whole bunch of random thoughts. Mm-hmm. So that's how you know it's like, okay, that's okay. ego versus 
no, this is the actual message for you because it's repeated. So that's how I learned how my intuition kind of talks to me through repeating words and then a full sentence. And then, so what was interesting about that moment was I was actually able to come up with what I felt was in the envelope. And I ended up being right based on what my intuition told me. Um, so it's going to look di a little different from everyone. I know sometimes um, I get, I do get a lot of visions. I, you know, have a lot of vivid dreams. Um, so sometimes if I happen to get a vision of something randomly um, or maybe like a daydream or, or something like that, I usually kind of take those as signs, especially if I have a question and I ask for an answer. Um, so it could, it could literally be anyway. You could actually hear your voice. You could hear someone else's voice. I've heard someone else's voice one time. I had a question and the answer, it was go, go, go. But it wasn't my voice. I was like, hold on. Like, <laughs> right. I'm like, so it must've been another angel or something that he had to step in and be like, nah, just so you know, this is, you know, this is, this is us talking to you. So um, yeah, it could it could be a number of um, of different ways. Um, some people can um, get flashes of of answers. Um, some, I think the most important thing is to really kind of learn how the universe talks to you, and then that way you'll be able to discern how you're actually hearing and your intuition and things like that. So that's a good thing too. Once you've done all the other work, you just kind of start, like I said, to test it, right? Mm -hmm. You test it and then you kind of just take note in how it communicates with you so that you know uh, without a doubt that it's your intuition. So what is a good way to test your intuition? Like what type of tests do you conduct? I'm, I'm interested because I'm going to try it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it kind of depends on where you're at, but I think like, you know, the first one would be to just, you know, like, like what I did the other day, just drive, right? Just drive without having a destination, but maybe just having an intention and then seeing where you end up. So for me, it was, um, you know, getting to a spot where I could see the full moon. Um, it could be something as simple as not using your GPS. Right. And just allowing your um, intuition to guide you back home, because maybe you got somewhere and you kind of feel like you remember where you're going. But um, that happens to us a lot. It's like, you know what? I feel like I remember that I came this way. Um, so that's another good way. Uh, another way is um, writing, right? Journaling and kind of seeing what thoughts come out, because if you journal and, and you have questions, your intuition will tend to give you answers. It's, um, and that's a really, really good way as well. Um, another good way is just, let me see. You can also, maybe you can also, it depends, right? So if you are someone that is, um, that you feel like maybe the universe speaks to you through, through visions and things like that, you can have an intent, um, during your meditation and ask for maybe, you know, something to show up in your dream and things like mm -hmm. that. And so sometimes when you get those dreams, it'll be something directly lined up with what you asked. 
that's also intuition too, because it's having to listen to, again, something that's unknown mm-hmm. um, and a dream. Cause it's like, who, who does that? Who listens right. to a dream? Right. <laughs> so that's also like another way of just, you know, honing in on your intuition, because the more that you find ways that this, that source and, you know, your whole team speaks to you, the more you begin to answer, the more it comes to you. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't know what your intuition sounds like right now, just set the intention. Simply just, you know, say, hey, you know, however, you know, you communicate with your team to say, hey, you know, I want to try to hear more. I want to try to listen more and I want to be guided more. Um, and once you do that and you actually begin to uh, to do the practices that resonate with you, whether if it's meditation, um, things like that you will begin to be able to hear and test your um, spirituality because you're getting inklings of how they communicate with you. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope I answered that and I hope that that made yeah. sense. <laughs> you definitely answered my question. <laughs> so I want to get into manifestation a little bit. And mm-hmm. like, you, did you say money spells in the beginning? I used to do, yes. I, well, I got to hear about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. I've heard of the money spells, but I'm always like, I think the spells aren't from, it depends on what it is, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's for me because I don't, I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you have to like do something with those spells, so, right? Or what? Well, yeah. So there are <laughs> a lot of different spells that I used to do. So I used to do like candle spells, right? Or mm-hmm. I used to write out checks and sleep with them under my pillow or I used to get the gold you know hundred dollar bill and put some candles around it and you know maybe write on petition paper my intention for the money and then burn it right there's so many different ways or even bait like just using a bay leaf and burning it over some you know money or sometimes burning a dollar bill some people do that too um (laughs) there are you know a lot of different ways but Um, I've since gone out of using actual, I guess, spells in that way. Um, I've noticed that as I've just began to become into more knowledge and get to know myself and get to know how I manifest, things just kept progressing along. Mm-hmm. So, you know, after all the whole money spells and things like that, it just simply became me just setting the intention. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, somehow, some way I'm, you know, going to get this $50, you know, whatever. Right. That's something small. And and sometimes I used to script about it. Right. That was a big thing for me. I used to journal and script a lot when I met uh, when I manifested. And now, you know, knowing some new things about myself when I used to actually manifest in a super specific way, I noticed that those things wouldn't align. But when I just say, you know what, simply I'm trying to just, you know, manifest, you know, let's just say this $50 and it'll be some way so random Mm -hmm. or maybe it's just as simple as, you know, my mom being nice and just saying, Hey, here you go. Here's, you know, here's some money for the, for the the week or something or the day or go get you something to eat. And it, it is $50 and I'm looking and I'm like, Thank you. <laughs> you know, like so, um, it, it it definitely progresses just based on how much your um how much your growth is, and you know once right. you get to know yourself. But 
Yeah, I used to manifest in a couple of different ways. <laughs> I love that. You know, I've been manifesting as well. I've been trying like different stuff. Um, one of the things I do is gratitude, like just journaling gratitude mm-hmm. or just saying, even if I'm not journaling, I'm saying thank you to everything. Like, right. As soon as I wake up, I'm like, thank you. As soon as I go to mm-hmm. sleep, the last thing I'm saying is thank you. Mm-hmm. When I pay a bill, I'm saying thank you. When a bill yeah. comes to me, I'm just saying thank you. Like, stuff. Uh-huh. It's the perception. You know? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and so, like, just with me doing that alone, like, I've been getting, I don't know, just money. <laughs> like, yeah. just money randomly. And it was nothing that I could have imagined. Like you said, you mm-hmm. know, it's too specific it can kind of put a halt to it. But with me, I realized, you know, hey, I just want $2,000. Let's see what you got for me, universe. Right, exactly. (laughs) And it's it's fun to see, like, how it actually manifests. Right. But it just goes to show that, you know, sometimes what we think we want, and that's like what we said in the beginning, the ego, Mm -hmm. is not really what we need. And the universe will give us what we need as long as we allow it. Right. You made a really, really good point. Yes. Um, A lot when it comes to manifesting, you know, whatever, you know, you're trying to manifest. Well, what a lot of people need to, you know, understand is that things do, yes, come out of thin air, but it's not really coming out of thin air because you have done the work energetically to align with what it is that you're manifesting and not only have you done it energetically you've done it physically so um you made a really good point my brain just had it but I, I lost it just a little bit but um it's really just about making sure that you understand that even if it doesn't happen there is a reason for that. And even if it doesn't happen in the timeline that you, you know, you're requesting it from the universe, it doesn't mean that you're not going to get it. So there's a lot of things that, you know, that come into play when it comes to manifesting. And so so those are just like, you know, some three tips that I could give when, you know, people are trying to manifest certain things in their life. And um, just understanding that, look, if it's meant for you, it's meant for you. If it's Mm -hmm. not, then it's not, and that's okay because something There's else better. Mm-hmm. Exactly, something else better will will definitely come along. Definitely, I love that. So, you mentioned energetics. You know, I see like I'm in a, di- a lot of different like Facebook groups, mm-hmm. and I see like people. They're like, I did this money spell, or I'm scripting, or I'm I'm doing this, and nothing's happening for me. Mm. And I think a lot of the times it has to do with the energetics. Like, right. you know, some people are doing it from a mindset of like lack and scarcity and desperation. Right. And I think that's why, um, you know, it could not be happening for them. Mm. So, you know, can you talk more about like the energetics piece? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now I remember what it was that I wanted to touch on that you said, and it does go with this. Um, but it's more so about, like you said, you have that gratitude every day, right? So you're automatically inviting positive energy with that gratitude, right? It's, it's about knowing that, okay, you know what? I don't have what it is that I'm trying to manifest, but I am still grateful for these things that I have. I'm so grateful for the life that I'm currently 
living, right? It's showing gratitude to what you have so that you can continuously invite more in. And when you're keeping high vibrations, it's natural that things are going to be attracted to you. Positivity is going to be attracted to you. If you're consistently, if you're trying to manifest and you're manifest from a negative point of view, not even energetically, but just physically, like you got a nasty attitude every day and you know, you, you don't show gratitude and you're coming from, like you said, a lack of scarcity. And it's like, dang, well, you know what? I don't have this. And it's like, oh my goodness. And you're still wondering how that's a major one on how people, you know, they just put their foots in the muck when they're trying to manifest. So it's all these, you know, different aspects that come into manifesting. But if you, that's why I said it looked a little different for me moving forward because I began to know who I am and I owned the fact that, okay, you know what? I don't need these tools. It's literally just me. I get everything from my vibrations. So what I do is I maintain happiness and it may sound a little toxic, <laughs> right? Because people are like, well, you can't be happy all the time. Yes, I can, because that's just me naturally. Does that mean things don't get on my nerves and I have moments? I think, remember, um, I talked about this. Um, I had put my middle finger. <laughs> I had, um, you know, it was it was something like a guy didn't let me cross, right? Mm -hmm. And I had put, like, subconsciously just put my middle finger. And I was like, oh, my goodness, like, I didn't mean to do that. But it's like this awareness that, you know, I have. And it's like I'm working towards, you know, deconditioning from, having to react so negatively, mm -hmm. but the core of me, high vibrational, nothing can keep me down. No one is going right. to keep me down because no one is going to affect my day that much to where, okay, now you're messing up my energy and now I can't bring in positive energy mm -hmm. because I know what it's like to wallow in things and not be in the position where energy can just come to you positively when people are like oh my goodness why does this keep happening and things just keep keep happening it's because you keep staying in that same mindset instead of transmuting that energy yeah. into something positive so that is a major major thing uh, when it comes to manifesting um definitely so that's something i've been doing um i I call it like raising my baseline frequency. Mm -hmm. so it's like, I had this like for months, I had this like list of things that I do every day. Mm -hmm. um, it included like 10 minutes of meditation when I woke up. Mm -hmm. It included gratitude. Um, and then, like I said, just throughout the day, I've always like being thankful for everything. And I noticed like, a lot of synchronicities happening you know even with mm -hmm. people I feel like people now are more attracted to me now that I'm raising my baseline frequency and so right you know that is very important because mm -hmm. you, know, you can't really get what you want when you are operating at a negative or lower frequency exactly and, you know, <laughs> a lot of people try to manifest things <laughs> in that state of being without first doing the work like right the work is so important you know and we try and skip steps but you know, the universe is like uh -uh. exactly <laughs> that's why the know. first thing i said when you asked me is like you know how do you do it it's you gotta work on yourself you gotta know yourself because if not you're just gonna keep being in the same timeline loop and you know not consistently progressing into your most authentic timeline based on you know who you want to become and and based on just those different journeys that you're going through. 
Um, so yeah, absolutely. You, girl, you there, and you just <laughs> listen. It took me a couple years to get, I, to like, get right I'm here. Fast. You know, we talk about human design a lot, so right. you know, like I'm fast with stuff. Like, uh-huh. you tell me something, I'm gonna take it and run with it. Like literally. Yeah, tomorrow, I'm the same like way yesterday. Too, yeah. <laughs> <Yesterday>. <laughs> So you definitely. So how did you actually like work on yourself? Like mm. a lot of people, shadow work is like a little popular term now. Is it right. similar to shadow work or what did you specifically do? Um, I mean, I think it's all the same thing. Um, yeah. It's just different names, really. Right. Deconditioning, um, shadow work. Right. Just reprogramming de- your subconscious. Exactly. It's all <laughs> the same thing. Um because it all stems from the same thing, right? Just self, getting to know yourself. Um, that's the simplest way to put all those things. Um, because you have to, um, you know, go through layers. So for me, actually before my spiritual journey, before my awakening, so right before that relationship that, um, you know, was my awakening, I had to go through certain things um, to heal my mindset about myself and why no one wanted to be with me, right? Mm -hmm. So that was shadow work in itself. And the reason why I'm mentioning this is because once you do the shadow work, although you've done it, you still have to live through it, right? So what comes next? A test. (laughs) So doing, you know, shadow work and just kind of understanding like whatever you decide to work on, whatever layer is most uncomfortable for you or whatever you feel like you need to decondition or get out of that mindset, uh, just understand that a test is going to come with it. So I think that I really just kind of started from, um, that was one of the issues that I started with, just um, kind of just loving myself enough to know that it's not me, it's just people, right? And not in a way that's kind of um, self-centered or, you know, not saying, oh, I don't have problems, but Mm -hmm. that's just a way that I had to change my perception so that I could begin to love myself and understand that, you know, it's okay and I will find what it is that I'm meant to find. Um, So it was just a lot of layers um, as well as listening to myself. Um, So just kind of, putting my foot down a lot about a lot of things and um, also just understanding what's right for me and, and honestly, what's not. So I think I, I hope I really answered your question, girl. <laughs> you, answered, you definitely answered it. So like one of the things I like to do is like you said, kind of like doing the work or experiencing or like testing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about triggers right like what triggers yeah. you. that's like essentially how you kind of know where you are at exactly um, yeah so like just seeing the thing like just getting like a journal mm-hmm. or even your notes on your iphone or whatever mm-hmm. getting a journal writing in your notes um about the times where you were triggered and you can do this every day because there you know you may be triggered every day you know right <laughs> And just literally like writing it down. And when you go back home for the day, kind of, you know, see where that stemmed from. Um, right. And because your triggers show you where you need to do work. So. Right. I'm glad you mentioned like not 
just only thinking about you know what's what's going wrong but actually using it in your everyday experiences I think that's right. so important yes that's very important um and I and just to kind of touch a little bit on you know journaling through it is you know if that resonates with someone when you and I actually just had this conversation today when you're journaling about something and you know you're putting those negative feelings down one thing that kind of helped me to grow when I was um uh, you know, just basically um, healing myself from within first, it was rewriting it. So yeah, it's this, okay, I want to get these negative feelings out. But it's like, what is the outcome of these negative feelings? Right? Like, don't just only write the negative feelings and then come back to it. Because when you come back to it, you want to come back to the perception um, shift that you had with those feelings. So that you can be like, oh, okay, you know what? I did say this to myself. And you know what? That's a reminder to get my ish together, right? Like, if I was triggered by this, you know, I rewrote it for me to actually respond to it this way. So it's kind of a reminder. So you're not just going back to your journal of negative thoughts. You're also going back to your journal to remind you of how you're going to decondition from that trigger, um, and you do that with everything, you know, the triggers, the, um, you know, the, the things that, you know, right off the bat that are things that you need to work on. And you just consistently do that and know when a test has arrived, because listen, tests are not hard to spot. <laughs> they are not hard to spot because they are on point with those triggers and with those insecurities and with that mindset that you have. So that is in just, you know, just not passing it because it's like, oh, yeah, oh, my goodness, this is a test. It's like, no, can you really withstand this test and actually be the person that you want to be? Um, I know I've came across a lot of different tests. I mean, I still come across a lot of different tests. Like I just mentioned, you know, I I try not to react negatively to something that someone else is do, someone else does. Instead, I, you know... Just simply say, you know what, this is their journey, and I understand that. It has nothing to do with me. I'm going to go and mind my business <laughs> and just move it along. Um, so that that's very, you know, important when you're trying to uh, just, you know, do that shadow work and get to know mm -hmm. yourself and things like that. And again, spend time with yourself, people. You don't always have to be in a crowd um, because you're, you're never going to really know what it is, um, you know, or who you are underneath all of that. Mm -hmm. Cause at the end of the day, it's just going to be you, your triggers, your emotions, your insecurities and your accomplishments. So definitely, definitely. So I want to get into just briefly, you know, what are you doing these days? So you are conscious inspirations on Instagram. <laughs> um, your raw food journey, I am ex inspired by. Um, yeah. So what are you doing there? Like, are you offering services there? Just talk more about that. Yeah, so um, raw foods was another alignment. Um, and it's one that I don't like to say I was forced into, but um, but you know, you gotta kind of heal, you know, the body once spirituality, once you, once you become so sensitive to things, um, it takes a little bit of an escalation and you kind of sometimes get 
um, you know, go towards a direction that you don't think you would ever go in. I would never th thought that I would have been raw. Um, but since being raw, it has been like an amazing journey of just discovering, um, being my own scientist really, and just trying to heal my body. And what a lot of people don't realize is that spirituality is tied directly to food. And so that's kind of what I talk about on my Instagram, just having people know that, hey, look, yeah, you can go to this person for the science, right, behind everything, but I'm the person that you come to when you want to see someone actually living in the fruitions that you want for yourself, right? So I don't really call myself the teacher, more so of, you know, just a guide so that people know that it's possible. Yes, you can, you know, be plant-based or raw, um, and you can, you know, still have a social life or, you know, whatever it is. And mm -hmm. you can also connect to yourself spiritually. So um, some of the things that I'm doing to assist the collective is um, I do have a blog and a website, um, www.consciouspirations.com. And I have a lot of free recipes that um, a lot of people can get into. Um, if you are wanting to work on your intuition and your spirituality, a lot of that has to do with the food that you put into your body. So you can check out some of the free, you know, raw recipes that I have on the website. Um, I also do coach people one-on-one -on -one when it comes to just maintaining consistency on their journey. Um, it's not more so about, um, you know, just... The, like I said, the science behind everything is more so the, the spirituality um, that I am assisting with and just making sure that people are, um, you know, put into a space where they can be their, you know, their higher selves and just have a, um, just, just to have like that peace of mind and mm -hmm. to move forward in their living foods journey. And uh, I am also going to soon be offering Reiki sessions. I don't, I don't know when yet. <laughs> I don't know when yet, but, you know, not only healing people through um, just, you know, having them know about living foods and the benefits of it, but also about healing them energetically so that mm -hmm. they can just go into their most organic timeline, um, you know, whether, whatever that may look like for them. So that's what I'll be doing um, once I start offering those services as well, which I am really excited about, but also, uh, you know, a little nervous, but excited. <laughs> that's so interesting. Mm -hmm. I love it. Can yes. you do that like online? Like, can you? Yes. So you can do it online. Um, mm -hmm. And I've been, you know, I want to tie it into the intention of um, just speaking with, because I'm not really doing anything. I'm just pretty much the practitioner for you to connect to your higher self. Mm -hmm. And so I want to do it to where, um, you know, my client is setting intentions to, you know, basically want to step into a timeline that is most authentic to them. So whether that is, you know, wanting to be consistent on foods, wanting to be consistent on their spiritual journey and just giving them an overall cleansing so that, when they're going on their journey, they, you know, don't have anything neg energetically holding them back. Now, mindset is a completely different thing. You still have to do the work there, but I can, you know, help assist you and your higher selves in getting you energetically cleansed so that you can, you know, go on your journey. Um, and then I also, you know, just a little sneak peek. I also do want to do, um, 
I don't know how it's gonna look. I am still um, going through that, but I also do wanna do human design aura cleansings. Mm -hmm. So, you know, once I um, continue to learn so much more about this amazing topic that I'm pretty sure we'll get into, mm -hmm. um, I definitely do want to be able to perform the readings. And then if anyone is interested in just having, you know, their, a human design aura cleansing, so that once they, um, and that's just going to be the intention so that they can, again, go on their journey um, without anything energetically holding them back. Definitely. Thank you mm -hmm. for sharing. So I would definitely put your information down in the notes of this podcast. Yes. So mm -hmm. if you are all are interested in any of those services, please feel free to reach out to Tyler. She knows what she's talking about. I know y'all can tell. <laughs> she knows what she's talking about. So I like to end my podcast with this one question that I want to ask you because this is a podcast about transforming lack to abundance mm -hmm. so I want to ask you what does abundance mean to you mm. <laughs> so <laughs> abundance is everything it's every category of my life to me um I know a lot of people associate, you know, abundance with, you know, just money, right? But to me, abundance is just having um, having an abundance of love and light in each category of my life so that I can be the best version of myself. Um, and of course money <laughs> financially, right. <laughs> but, um, that's really what abundance means to me. So for, for me, I just live and do things that make me happy. And in return, I am abundant, right? So I'm abundant in my finances. I'm abundant in my love life. I'm abundant in my friendships and the communities mm -hmm. that I create. I'm abundant in you know, my content creation and sharing, you know, that part of me with other people. Um, so that's really what abundance means to me, um, as well as, you know, this necklace. I've actually been wearing this necklace for maybe two and a half years now, every day. Um, and so it's definitely a part of my, my spiritual world for sure. And, you know, 888, infinity, that means abundance as well. So it's something that I've just made my core values um, so that it just shows up in every aspect of my life. I love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love it, uh, Tyler. Well, thank you for coming on my podcast. Yes. I listeners, well, I know the listeners got some good information. Mm -hmm. Um, I want you all to stay tuned for next week's episode. Um, and like I said, we're going to ascend together. So thank you, Tyler. Yes, again. Gratitude for having me. <laughs> no problem. And thank you to the listeners. Um, yes, thank you. Until next time. Peace. Bye-bye. Right. <laughs> <Bye> <laughs>